Growing up, I loved taking trips. Whether it was just a few hours in a car or a flight to another corner of the country, I loved the idea of leaving home behind for a period of time and seeing new places. So, when in my second year of teaching, a group of students and I decided to raise money to travel to the Student Television Network convention in Los Angeles, it didn't feel like a crazy idea. Now granted, I was 24 years old at the time and probably a little more willing to embark on something that sounded crazy, but it felt like a fun adventure to organize this trip, despite how much work it might be, to go across the country and to take that leap as a program. We didn't place in any contest that year. In fact, we didn't even come close, but we went and just going was a big step for us. And so it was in the early morning of March 26, 2019, that I was at the airport with nine of my students and one other chaperone as we prepared to fly to Seattle for our seventh convention. In some years, I've had students who had never flown before. This year's trip would be the first experience west of the Mississippi River for a couple of my students. We had a layover in San Francisco, and fortunately for us, the weather was clear. So on the flight from San Francisco to Seattle, we had a great view of the bay, including the Golden Gate Bridge. We arrived in Seattle early enough to give ourselves one full day to sightsee around the city. Over the past seven years, I've learned that having this day to explore is incredibly beneficial for the first contest of the convention, Crazy Eights. This is a full day contest. Beginning around 7.15 a.m., prompts are shared online for four different categories. Fictional short film, documentary short film, morning show broadcast, and news magazine broadcast. Students then have until 4 p.m., that's eight hours total, to turn in a completed entry with a maximum running time of eight minutes, hence the name Crazy Eights. And they have to do all of this in a locale that they're almost entirely unfamiliar with. If you happen to be visiting the same hotel that the STN convention was at and found yourself up and down in the lobby at 6 a.m., what you would see is huge clusters of middle and high school students in line for breakfast or coffee and carrying camera bags, tripods, and audio equipment. Some of them are dressed in suits and ties, blouses and blazers, looking their best for the camera, but at a time of the day when their peers back home are grudgingly climbing out of bed, these students are all anxiously and excitedly awaiting their instructions for the day in a hotel convention center. I grabbed some breakfast for myself and talked with some of those students. This is Joshua and Chris. They're from Moanalua High School in Hawaii. We're waiting for Crazy Eights to start. Yeah. What are you guys uh, thinking and feeling right now? Uh, to be honest, like a lot of my friends are like kind of nervous, but I'm actually really excited and I feel like um, we can do this. It's going to be like probably stress a little bit, but I feel it's going to be exciting and fun and a good experience. So. Like Chris said, I'm one of the stressed friends. Um, I don't know what's going to happen today. It's all eight hours of stress today, and just finding the story is what I'm more afraid of. Today. You guys are doing broadcast, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, have you guys done Crazy Eights before? We've done practices down in the island, maybe like three practices maybe. And um, I'm pretty sure it's similar, but not the same, just because we're in a different environment. 
and it's not the same as the island has it's friendly it's more aggressive here so well and you like you you're familiar with where you're from like you know the area so like you know what to go out and find yeah when your teacher gives you a prompt or whatever but here it's like you don't you're limited on what you know yeah you're literally on a new slate of or like a new field basically so it's like this is all new to you this is the city life we're not used to that it's like everything on island is more different because it's smaller and everyone's a community this one is like oh everyone's got to find a story and if you don't find a story oh well tough luck yeah and like adding on to what josh said like there's also you kind of have to i don't want to like something but like you have to beat other students to like the story because like you don't want to lose a story because another student goes to them first you want to get it first and like it's just really hard because um, now you have competition besides back in hawaii when we were practicing like no one, will know, no one else was there to like beat us to it or anything like that. So, yeah. yeah. So is, is this your guys' first time at uh, STN? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a junior though, but um, I tried out last year, but I didn't make it. But this year is more fun because last year I was supposed to be in film, but this year I'm in broadcast, so it's a new field completely for me. So this is very exciting. Yeah, I'm a sophomore, so it's my first year in broadcast. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. I think. I think it's going to be a really good experience, so yeah, first time. Now, for the Crazy Eights, schools are allowed to have up to two teams, so some schools will sign up a broadcast team and a short film team. Here's Jackson and Michael. They're from Lee Summit High, right outside of Kansas City, Missouri. You know, what's, what are you guys thinking and feeling? Uh, I'm pretty nervous, but I'm excited, you know, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, you know, I got up at like 5 in the morning this morning just because I wanted to get here early. And clearly there's a long line because of it. And, you know, after last year, it was, I mean, Crazy 8 was probably the best part of the whole thing just because it's a great experience. So, yeah, I'm really excited. All right, tell us about your experience last year and how you're like, what you're thinking specifically going into this year, what you're trying to like accomplish today compared to last year. Uh, the number one thing is just find a story because last year um, it was a madhouse. I mean, because I had so many like things lined up and then they were all failing and I was like two hours in and I still didn't have a story and so I was just freaking out. And so at that point I was just going around and just asking random people, you know, what do you do? Can I just make a story out of you? And I ended up finding a really good story about this like gardener that's worked in this garden for like 40 years and stuff. But I mean, the number one thing is just find a story because there's all these people out here that are trying to go after the same story you are. And so it's just kind of hard to do that. Uh, I didn't go to SCM. Okay, so so you're new. So this is your first experience at Crazy Eights. What are you thinking it's gonna be like? And like, I assume you guys have done some sort of like practice or prep for it. Like, you know, what was that like? And what are you thinking and feeling for today? Um, I think it's gonna be pretty crazy. Hence the name. Um, it was like we've done different competitions around, and like a lot of them have been similar to this. A lot of them haven't, but. The thing is, is that we didn't get to use the short film crazy yet, because he's in broadcast, and I'm in film. Like, I, that's like my more, that's my thing. But the thing is, we didn't, we were too late signing up for the short film part, so we're doing the documentary. And I don't do documentary. So I guess it's just going to be a fun time. Like, I guess we're going to try something new today. The thing about Crazy 8s is that it's an achievement just to get your entry turned in on time. There's nothing more frustrating than working on something like that all day for eight hours and not getting it turned in on time. Uh, admittedly, this year I was kind of nervous that 
this would be our first time not submitting our entry on time. Uh, my students were producing a broadcast. Uh, we had a majority of first-time attendees in our group, and we never really had a full practice day prior to convention like most schools do. Uh, but we got it done, and we felt pretty good about what we had completed. So somehow, despite our group's inexperience, everyone managed to do their part and execute well, and it just all came together. Uh, so being able to walk away from Crazy 8s with that feeling that your group came together as a team and executed is wonderful, and many other teachers that attend can attest to that feeling. Um, but some can also attest to the heartbreak of not making the deadline and how upsetting it can be. But for students that experience that pain, they pretty quickly find something to distract them. The evening following Crazy Eights is the opening ceremony, where the convention officially kicks off. We hear from the National Student of the Year as well as a keynote speaker. And anytime you get 3,000 students all in one place, you better believe there's going to be lots of energy. So while we waited for the doors to the ballroom to open, I spoke with Holden, Wendy, and Megan from Carlsbad High School in California. So tell us about your experience today at Crazy Eights and just uh, what, what it was like. Uh, was this your guys' first convention? No. No, it was my last year. convention. Okay, so second time around for all of you guys? Okay. So Crazy Eight, um, we started off really strong. We got a game plan together very quickly, and I think that really helped us. But um, things kind of started to slow down when we were looking for a story. And we finally found one, and then we had a lot of people on our short dog team, and so we had that at our advantage. So we had multiple different teams go out and do different things, and in the end, it just came down to a few editors, which was good. Yeah. It was overall like a, it was a really fun and cool experience. <laughs> like the only like really stressful part was that it came down to like the last 20 minutes of like editing time. I think was like the most stressful part of the day. Yeah, kind of what everyone else said. We got our idea pretty quickly, and we kind of wanted. To, we had a general idea what we wanted to do, and it was just super fun when we all brought our ideas together. And since we had a lot of people, one of the disadvantages is we all had to try to find a ride, and we were like running around the city and trying to find rides. Um, but other than that, it was super fun. And the editing, we had a lot of input, so I think we pulled through pretty okay. But we'll see how it ends up. Awesome. Um, what do you think of the, uh, the crowd at opening ceremony? If someone's never been to STN and you're trying to explain to them like what this is like, how would you explain it? A college football game. Definitely a college football game, but like it's just really cool to be around like all these amazing people. It's just like a great vibe everyone puts out. Like even though you're competing against each other, it's just like you, at this moment you all bond together and come together as a team as one to celebrate. Yeah. And just since a lot of people just play music, it's a, it's like kind of like relieves all of the stress that you had from Crazy Eights. So it's it is kind of like a bonding moment. I'll say like, what's happening behind you there? Um, like well, kids, we have some crowd of our, surfing. Yeah, we're just getting hyped, you know. Yeah, our class is actually really fun, and we like to goof around a lot. And we have three programs throughout Carlsbad, like the city, and so. We're all, at the, we're all together right now, and we're just crowd surfing, I mean. <laughs> and to help coordinate events like this opening ceremony and like Crazy Eights, it takes a lot of hands. That's where the interns come in, many of which are alumni of programs that attend convention. 
The next day I went over to the contest booth where a whole team of interns would be facilitating about 29 different contests over the next two days. Um, I'm Faith Abercrombie, I'm an intern and this is actually my first year as an intern for STN. I'm Alessandra, I'm also a first year intern for STN. Fantastic, and what are your guys' roles on staff here? Like what is it that you've been assigned to do and what are you trying to make sure that, what are you trying to do to make sure that, that things are running smoothly for convention? Um, some of our jobs include crowd control, as you know there are a lot of students here. Um, we also handle the contest and the edit room and make sure everyone's following the rules and make sure everything is fair. Um, we deal with all the check-ins for equipment, that's actually what we're doing right now with GoPros for the short story. Um, something else that we do too is just answer general questions people have about college or STN at all. Um, we both attended STN as high school students, so we're just here to make sure everyone's safe and everything's running smoothly so we can help Nancy as much as we can. Yeah, so basically everything that Faith said about um, the work, we also do um, things that I guess a lot of people wouldn't think need to be done. Like yesterday I spent an hour down at the loading dock getting the ice drinks for the store. Um, like literally hundreds of them. Um, so basically we're just trying to fill in all the blanks at convention to make sure everything that needs to be done is getting done. Cool. Um, how have you found the difference, the experience, I'm sorry, different from being an intern, from being a student? Yeah, for sure. I remember when I was in high school, I would like be yelling as loud as I can and sometimes even running. Um, but as an intern, you don't think that'll come naturally, but it does. You want to make sure everyone's safe. You kind of get into that mom mode, and you just want to make sure everyone's okay. So it's definitely different seeing the other side of STN. I've never seen this side before, but it's pretty cool. This year, one of my former students, someone who attended the convention on our program's very first trip back in 2013, was back at STN interning and coordinating all the judging that took place. I am Amelia Langston. I'm from Orlando, Florida, from Oviedo High School alumni. Um, I am currently an intern here at STN in Seattle 2019. Um, I was invited back to volunteer due to um, my job that I currently am with with Apple, as well as being a former STN student and CNN winner. They invited me back to come volunteer. Awesome. And what is that experience like right now? Like you are helping to run the contest, like, and by helping to run, like you're basically uh, overseeing the judging and making sure the logistics of the judging is going well. So like for students who just don't really understand that and understand the work that goes into that, um, tell us about some of those logistics and what it takes to make sure that everything goes off well and to make sure that all the results are in by Sunday morning. Something that I've learned that I didn't think of when I was a student or even before I came in was there's a system for everything. Everything has a code behind it or a system behind it that makes it happen. And if those systems weren't in place, things would never get done before Sunday where students are turning it in in an afternoon and then having some a, a judge come in and judge sometimes 30 different entries at a time submit them and then have them both graded and have a certificate all all in one go would be impossible without preemptively thinking about everything ahead of time and making sure that it runs smoothly so when it comes to crunch time you're not here till five in the morning um, which has happened before I've heard of years where they are done at 12 o'clock I've heard of years where they are done at five o'clock in the morning and they are running to get everything done before the opening ceremony at 10. 
So it's about making sure that everything is done on the front end so they go smoothly uh, when everything's finished. How's everything going this year in, in terms of making sure that everything's on track? Have there been any like unexpected like, oh man, this is like, is there been anything that's like just unexpectedly like difficult that you've encountered so far in the day and a half now that it's been? I wouldn't say so. I think the most difficult part for us personally was learning InDesign last minute when we did not know that that was something we were going to have to work with. Um, my partner and I that I'm currently working with um, in the judging room, um, we are used to particular systems and kind of came in blind. My partner actually has never been in STN. This is his first kid first competition ever. Um, he has no background in TV production, no background in filmmaking. Um, he, was, he, he does have a technology background in troubleshooting and Apple products, um, but we had to do a lot of troubleshooting and formatting and things like that of even like making a certificate. It's much more than just typing names up on a system. There is a log for all of those and a code behind all of those to where you take the formula, put it in their certificate, and it prints them all out for you. Then you have to go through them and make sure that everything's accurate. So I think figuring those things out to where it will work for every single time is what was the difficult part. And figuring those out and it took quite a few hours to get used to it but once we figured it out it's smooth and, and rolling rolling pretty well so and getting all the judges together I think is another thing the judges will have a range in what their expertise is so they all have their expertise but their technology understanding might be a little bit different based on what they're doing so some judges might have a know exactly what they're doing when they jump come into the judging room and be able to just walk in and get things done versus some might need a little bit more help in actually getting the system up and looking at all the entries and getting all the logistics figured out they might need a little bit more help so just kind of meeting everyone where they're at how about like sorting through all the results is it like a lot of time like I, it, I, I don't know do they have a system where it's just all online and just like automatically kind of like sorts through that or or do you guys have to like manually like okay the judge put in their feedback and numbers mm -hmm. like now we gotta like how much the, the effort does that take yeah to be able to go through and, and do that aspect of it? so that's all done on the front end um, we have an excellent um, tech guy who does everything his name's Travis and he does the entire STN website um, he works he's a professional web developer um, here in Seattle and he's done all the different STNs uh, but this is one of the first one that he's actually been at um, and uh, Nancy jokes that we had to put the convention in Seattle in order to actually have him here because he's always just kind of remotely at the convention so putting out the fires from across the country um, but it's all done via code and that kind of thing beforehand to where when we put in the entries and the judges grade them it automatically spits out a grade um, but the judges do overlook everything and make sure that everything came out how they meant it to uh, there also can't be any ties so they have to go through and and figure that part out as well um, we actually go in after them and make sure that there is enough commentary for every student to make sure that they worked really hard on the project whether it's turned in late or whether it got first place we want to make sure that they get the feedback that they worked so hard for um, as well as the grades are fair and even and again that there's no ties to kind of prevent that from happening going back to the contest booth you'll find swarms of students hanging around as deadlines for each contest approach 
watching to see if their classmates get an entry turned in on time. There's a lot of hope and anxiety, not just from the students competing, but from their classmates hoping to see them do well. Here's Benjamin from Christopher Columbus High in Miami. We've got a team that's in the editing room, so we're waiting to cheer them on as they turn in their segment. Uh, right now we're waiting for nap package, as a matter of fact, so we're looking forward to that one. Okay, so, so are you guys just waiting on like some of your, your classmates to come out, or are you actually, like, like right now, are you in the middle of a contest right now? No, I, I myself am not. Some of our teammates are. They're in the editing room right now, and we're waiting for them to come out to cheer them on. Tell me about the anxiety, I guess, of waiting to see, like, hey, did they finish on time or, or whatnot? Well, I have complete confidence in my team and their editing abilities and our videography abilities. And I really think that they are going to finish on time. Um, we're just really here for, waiting for them to get out. And hopefully they executed perfectly. And we're going to cheer them on as they turn in that final package. And when students do turn in that entry on time, you can often visibly see their excitement as they walk away from the contest booth. Or maybe you can hear it in their voices. Uh, I'm Wally Sample, and I'm from Haddon Killing North High School up in Connecticut. I'm Kevin Kim. I'm from the same place as him. Okay, so uh, you guys just finished. looks like short story, right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So tell me about the emotions right now of like, wow, we're done, and you're done like about 20 minutes before deadline, and uh, just the emotions of finishing a contest entry. Yeah, we're definitely really happy. Uh, Kevin and I make a really good team, and we just kind of – really early on try to work really hard and kind of work as fast as we could and but make sure to keep it really high content value and just kind of make sure everything was really good so near the end we could really start messing around with settings and export uh, settings in general so we can make sure we exporting at the best possible quality we could and even after fooling around with that for like 45 minutes we had 30 minutes to spare so we're really happy that we did what we did. Are you happy with what you guys put together and submitted? Of course. Of course. I, I think it's definitely, Kevin and I were actually talking, I think it's one of the best short films our like, class has made in the past year. So we just really, we're really proud about it. So unless someone really comes here and like participates in a contest, they don't really know what it's like to try to have to do something in such a crunch deadline and, and the emotions that go with that, the anguish that can happen if you don't get it submitted. So um, how would you try to explain that to someone back home? Well, it definitely, it definitely depends on the contest you're in. But for this one particularly, I see some people are really like struggling, really like worried because things could go wrong technically. They could forget a piece of equipment or they could just be like exports could go wrong. So it's definitely really nerve-wracking to get things right the first time around because there's no second chance. No second chance and I really think that any advice I could give someone to make sure things like that don't happen is before you even go out into the field, double check your equipment before you go into the editing room, double check everything is working exactly how it is and if something does go wrong, kind of just roll with the punches and uh, try to find the next best thing. Don't give up. Congrats, guys. Hope you do well. If you could quickly say and uh, just state your name and where you're from. I'm Summer. I'm, well, <laughs> I'm Shannon Comer, and I'm from Jackson, New Jersey. So my Which high school? Jackson Liberty High School. Fantastic. So tell me what you just finished and what the experience was like. All right. We just finished a high school movie trailer. It's our first year because we're juniors. It was super stressful and super hectic, but all around a really good experience. Um, it's just such like a fun time making a project that quick, and at the end, no matter what you produce, you're super proud of it just because of all the work you put into it. Yeah, as long as you finish, it just feels like such a great experience. Like the adrenaline rush of just getting everything to uh, getting everything done, all the editing full, and like just being able to be like you did it. It's just the best 
feeling you could ever have in the world. Fantastic. You guys were uh, had really big smiles when you came up. I was watching, and so I figured you guys would be good. <laughs> yeah, fun. yeah. It's so exciting. It's just an amazing feeling. It's yeah. like getting just like a weight lifted off your chest. Hopefully, we'll be back next year to do yeah. some more. <laughs> well, good luck. Thank you, guys. Thank you Appreciate so much. It. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. Oftentimes, the teams doing these contests are groups of three, four, and sometimes even more. But only two students on every team are allowed into the editing room to complete the project before the deadline. That means once the filming period is over and editing has begun, many students are left to wait, hoping their teammates finish on time. Grace, a middle school student from Waianae Intermediate, was in that exact situation when I spoke to her. Okay, so I had music video, or we have music video today, and we had from 9 to 12.30, so we had to go outside and we had to film, and we had to edit, and or now we're at Editing Bay, and only two people can go, so my friend Kylie and Makana, they're uh, at Editing Bay right now, and... What kind of challenges did you guys face, and what, how did you end up doing what you were able to do? Uh, so people can get off task, which is a really big challenge. Uh, and time, time management is also a big challenge, but eventually we were just running and just we got through it and we eventually got everything all good and fresh and we made it to the editing bay and I think like five minutes before we had to be there. So, so they're working on that right now? Yes, they're so working on So you guys are right just kind of left to anguish out here like, oh, yes. please get it done. We just want to eat food and just sleep. We're so stressed out and... Yeah, it's overall a great experience because you get to learn a lot about, you know, how dealing with stress and stuff like that, being in stressful situations. But yes, that is our experience. Sitting nearby Grace was an advisor from another Hawaiian program. My name is Kevin Matsunaga from Chiefest Kamakahele Middle School on the island of Kauai in Hawaii. Fantastic. So, um, Kevin, tell us about... You, know, you guys have been uh, you know, pretty big program here at SDN, uh, and I don't. How many years have you guys been coming to SDN? We've come to every convention except one. Okay. So we started back so. in 2004. We skipped 2005 because it was kind of expensive. Yeah. And then we came back in 2006 and have come back every Ever every since, single year. Man, yeah. you guys are like you're like a foundation here. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, we we saw how you know what a great experience it was um, to be around kids that get get it you know like teachers that do what you do that understand the lingo and the language and we thought it was such a great thing to be a part of that um, we made sure to do what we could to come back every single year so what have you found uh, uh, significant about this year I guess or, or what what you know, just tell us about I guess the experience of this year and I mean it seems like I know when you, you've come every year they just kind of all you probably start to blend together and all but um, but so far we're you know we're nearing here the last day um, just tell us about your experience so far for this week and for your kids and kind of what you've observed as far as uh, the impact it's had on them. Well, it's the first time we've been in Seattle, so that part has been good and different. You know, we got to see different things. We always love to go to a convention that's in a different city so that we can kind of see different things and show our kids different things. Um, as far as the convention goes, I think it's been pretty similar to past conventions. Um, but what the one thing that stays the same is just the experiences that the kids get to, to be a part of. You know, like we were in the Crazy Eights, and we had a pretty tough, um, you know, topic on Native American culture, and that was in a news magazine, and our and we just struggled, like I think a lot of other schools did, and. Um, 
our teams didn't go out until 10 o'clock because they got just rejected over and over again and no one called them back on the phone to try to set up an interview and so we just sent them out and said you know easier to get I mean harder to be turned down in person than on the phone so we just sent the teams out but we had one team that didn't get their story till 12 and they didn't come back to the hotel until 1.20. And then that team still had to, you know, she was one of my eighth graders. Um, she had to edit the story and edit the whole show. And they still made the deadline, you know, with five minutes to spare. So that, for us, just to have that experience in which, you know, they're rejected, 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 struggle, finally find the story and then have to, like, have even less time to, to work on it. That to me brings our class together. You know, though that's what I love about the Crazy Eights is that it's it's something that the whole class can do or a large number of kids can do. And they all have to work together, they all have to chip in and you know, just submitting it on time is is a, is a reward in itself. And I told the kids if even if we don't place just the fact that we were able to submit it was incredible just because we were faced with so many challenges along the way but you know that's what the contest is about and that's why we come what would you say is kind of the um, I guess the defining factor as to why you guys come back year after year like what what is it since 2006 that has made you decide to get home and and you know, think all right I want to yeah. do that again next year for us, it's really, it's challenging just because we're in Hawaii, so we have to travel, you know, really far distances no matter where it is, whether it's on the west or east coast. And so for us, fundraising starts as soon as we go back for the next school year. So we're, we're we fundraise year round, and so it's it's very difficult to come back, and it's it's not an easy thing. But the reason we do it is because there is no other. I think conference out there or convention that will provide the students with this type of experience in which I mean this is what learning is all about like you know you we have standardized tests that you know are in every state we have common core and all this kind of stuff and, and they're trying to assess how kids are but at this convention is really where you can, you can kind of see all those things all come together you know with the problem solving and communication between not only the team but um, you know people that they need to interview being able to communicate with those people the questions and trying to find a story and using the technology to put it together and the teamwork and it's there's no other experience that I know of that, that mimics this convention and um, what it does for our students and that's why we, we bust our butts every year to, to come back while these contests are going on, there are professional speaker sessions for students and advisors to attend. These are perhaps the most valuable element of the convention. There's never a year where I don't find myself learning something new from a session. In fact, some of what I teach my students, I learn specifically from a speaker session at past STN conventions. And this year I had the chance to teach a couple sessions myself. The evening following the night of opening ceremony is the STN Excellence Awards. This is where the awards for the best films and the best broadcasts in the nation are handed out. The evening following that is the last night of convention. It's a time to relax and decompress. This year's convention, STN had a block of seats for the third game of the Major League Baseball season. The Seattle Mariners were hosting the defending champions, the Boston Red Sox. Prior to the game, I spoke with another student from, you guessed it, Hawaii. 
I'm Angel, and I'm from Waianae, Hawaii. Awesome. So, uh, what have you thought so far of the uh, convention? Honestly, like, when it comes to the contest, it was it was really pressing, and like, it filled me with adrenaline, me and my crew. But I think it brought us as a group together, like the entire convention did. Fantastic. So we're nearing the end of everything. Um, is this your first time at convention? Yeah, it is. Okay. So what? Uh, like, what are your kind of feelings here on the, the last night of uh, you know the whole experience? Honestly, it's all pretty dope because like I've never since it's my first time I've never been to the mainland other than now and this one time when I went to California, but I can't even remember when I went there. So like this is something that's super memorable to me. Is that the case for a lot of you guys that this is like your first trip to the mainland? Um, I'm actually one of the few people that's. Um, this is the first time because a lot of the other kids have gone to SDN before because we don't have any freshmen in our group so everybody else is either sophomore, junior or senior and they've already gone once. What are you excited for for the uh, the game? Red Sox. I'm, okay, so like me and my family were super Red Sox fans so I came here for my grandma. It's the main reason why I wanted to come to the game. And sitting behind my students at the game was another group of students from Lee Summit High School in Missouri. Here's Cody, Carson, and Kennedy. And you guys are uh, big baseball fans. Tell, tell us what you've got, uh, the memorabilia here that you've got. So she, uh, Carson actually held up the Mitch Hanniger jersey. That you bought uh, today. That I've actually got We're today. 50% off. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was uh, warming up um, on the right field line and she was holding it up the whole time and like yelling his name and immediately after he got done warming up, he jogged straight over to us, signed the bat, and then signed the jersey. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, you were saying how you were familiar with him from uh, like about 10 years ago or so? Yeah. Uh, so I've been a fan. I've been a fan of the Mariners and Mitch Hanniger um, because of Kyle Seeger, who's currently hurt. Um, I... I was at the College World Series in 07 with my dad when I was six years old. Um, and we sat next to Kyle Seeger's dad and Kyle Seeger's brother, who ended up being Corey Seeger, who was the NL Rookie of the Year in 2017 and plays for the Dodgers now. And so through Kyle Seeger's dad, my, my dad and his dad were talking, and I got to meet Kyle, and then I got to meet the entire North Carolina baseball team um, there, and then about Five or six years later, I met Kyle again in Kansas City, um, and he signed the picture that we took when I was six years old. Aww. So, uh, very uh, serendipitous that you guys are, that the, the convention was in Seattle this year for you to come here. Yeah, it was, I'm pretty sure all, as soon as all three of us heard it was in Seattle. It we was, got so excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because I'm a senior, they're juniors, and so, like, my senior year going somewhere Pacific Northwest is awesome because I love it up in this area so yeah so what have you guys uh what are you guys feeling about convention right now it's kind of the last night what are kind of the, the uh, thoughts and feelings that that you're experiencing reminiscent on the whole week it was a lot of fun and I guess my past four years as uh, a sports broadcaster I think has been uh, a lot of reminiscing this week to me it's just really cool to see like all the talent here 
and to like be able to pick up a conversation with anyone and just talk about like our love for broadcast journalism or even film I love it and even since last year it's gotten bigger and um, just the stories have gotten so much better and it's really cool to see that growth yeah it's really it's really rare to see a collection of people within such a small area that have the same interests as you and we nerd out the same way yeah as well. yeah. yeah so yeah. Like everyone everyone is just like focused on making it in the media world and it's yeah. so cool but we're also also network. supportive of each other oh, as yeah. well i haven't met somebody that we haven't told yeah and just then our interview was cut short as their guy mitch hanniger scored the first run of the game your guy just scored. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. I yeah. appreciate it. The final day of the convention has one event, the closing ceremony. At 10 a.m., schools file back into the convention ballroom to learn the results of all the contests they worked so hard on. Only the top five entries in each category are recognized, and it's not easy making that top five. I mean, we're talking contests on the national level where schools have come from all over the place and practiced and prepared and, and put everything they've had into these entries. So when a school manages to do it in any category, the excitement is evident, even for the schools that manage to win numerous awards year after year. For my students, that crazy eight entry that we felt turned out pretty good ended up placing third in the morning show broadcast category. It was our first time ever placing in the Crazy 8 contest after seven years attending, and it may be another seven years before we manage to do it again. But even in the years we take home nothing, there's an excitement in just having had the experience of being there. By the time we ride back to the airport, that excitement that kept us energized has now transitioned into a desire for our own beds. It's a moment to reflect on the week that was. At the airport in Seattle, we found ourselves checking in alongside a multitude of schools from Florida, including another school who placed in our Crazy 8 category. This is Anna. She's from American Heritage Plantation. So, uh, we're at the airport yeah. and uh, about to all head home after a, what, you know, kind of a long, crazy week. What are you guys thinking and feeling right now? Um, I'm like, I'm just very tired, like overall, because it's just like a lot went down this week but it was like really fun it was like my first STM uh, definitely will be going back it's like really just like a really good experience I really liked it um, I'm happy with our honorable mentions our awards whatever just but like also being like with my crew and like forming a like closer bond was also like the highlight of the trip I feel and that bond that develops can often be what motivates buy-in from students in years to come. I first saw this in 2016. The students in my group that year, particularly a number of underclassmen, developed strong connections with each other. And these connections laid a strong foundation for the strides that our program has made in the years since. The Student Television Network Convention is more than just a long-distance field trip. It pushes our programs to learn and grow. It pushes our kids to think beyond the bubbles of their campus. And it pushes us as advisors to constantly evaluate our approach to what we do and how we can maximize what we offer our students.
I hope you all enjoyed this look back at STN 2019. I want to thank all the students who spoke with me, and if you're the advisor of one such student, please thank them for me. While the convention is a great event to grow your program, getting there isn't something every program can do. And so if that applies to you, then my next episode will focus on something that can be done on more of a local level. So be on the lookout for that. Hopefully I'll have it in your feed in the next few weeks. We'll see. Our school year is kind of getting started, and so it's a very busy time trying to get things rolling. Um, but I will work hard to try to hopefully get that out uh, by the beginning of September is my goal. So I'll catch you all later. Thanks for listening.